Parshas Truma is the first of the Parshios that take us away from the ongoing story of the Jews in the Midbar and shift our focus onto the Mishkan. We're going to have Truma and Tinsava, then back to the story, and then Vayaka Pekude, and then Vayikra is all about the ongoings of the uh, Mishkan. So in the beginning of Parshas Truma, it tells us that they're all going to be giving donations to the Mishkan fund. And the Pasuk tells us, V'zos ha-truma tam zahav v'chasef unachoshes. That the gifts that they are going to um, be getting are gold, silver, and copper. So these are the metals that are going to be used in their construction of the Mishkan, gold, silver, and copper. And the Medrash very beautifully explains that each of these three metals collected for the Mishkan correspond to the three Avos. You know, three is that number. Every time we hear three, our mind shifts to who knows three. I know three. Three are the Avos. Our mind shifts to the Avos. So we see the number three here, a grouping, and the Medrash immediately makes that connection. It says that gold, Zahav, is symbolic of Avram Avinu, in that he was tested like gold in the fiery furnace. And silver corresponds to Yitzchak Avinu, Kesef, silver, who was purified on the Mizbeach in the same manner that silver has to be refined, so too was our father Yitzchak. And finally, copper, Nechoshes, is like Yaakov, because the word that's used for copper, Nechoshes, connects to Yaakov Avinu, when Lavan tells us all the way back in Sefer Bereshis, Perak Lamed, Pasuk Chavzayin, Vayomrei Lav Lavan, Imna Matzasichin Be'enecha, Nichashti Vayavarcheni Hashem Begualecha. That Lavan says to Yaakov, Imna Matzasichin, if I found favor in your eyes, I have learned through divination, Nichashti, I figured it out, that Hashem has blessed me on your account. So Nichashti connects to Nechoshes, same word, Yaakov is like copper. Now a medrash like this, is so packed with connections and lessons that it, it sort of begs to be analyzed. So let's get into it. Number one, what's the connection between these metals and the Avos? Is it just a coincidence that the number three, is it some superficial connection or is there something deeper? Secondly, the Medrash seems to suggest that the level of the Avos were descending, right? Because Avram compares to gold, while Yitzchak is compared to a lesser valuable Silver and Yaakov, who is known actually as the Bechir Ha'avos, the choicest of the Avos, is compared to the least valuable metal, copper. So, how are we meant to understand this connection? And finally, Yaakov is compared to copper because of one word that Lavan, of all people, Lavan used in a conversation with Yaakov that hardly seems to be a reason to equate the two. What are we meant to understand about the connection of Yaakov Avinu to copper, to Nechoshes? So there's clearly something deeper behind this medrash. Rav Shimon Schwab breaks down each of these comparisons to explain how they actually are more alike than we think. He starts with gold, Zahav. Zahav is pure and brilliant as it is, untouched. There's not much to be done to gold. It already is in its completed state. Now silver, on the other hand, needs to be refined and polished in order to bring out its sparkle. And the medrash even says this. And copper has a unique feature that the other two metals actually don't possess. And that is, at first glance, it looks entirely unimpressive. It looks like it's uh, nothing. But once it's polished, it can sparkle almost like gold can. The Medrash is telling us that Avraham Avinu was like gold. His reputation was undisputed. He was recognized throughout the world. He was the closest thing to royalty, as his greatness was recognized by all. Anywhere he went, they all recognized the godless of Avram Avinu, his natural brilliance and all that he represented was evident and it shined like Zahav, like gold. 
Yitzchak did not immediately achieve this type of distinction. In fact, even as he was traveling to the Akedah with his father and his brother and Eliezer, it was not entirely clear which of the three of these Na'arim, these youth, was going to be the one to go with Avram on the trip of the Akedah, to go up the mountain. It was only once they arrived at Hara Moriah that Yitzchak noticed the cloud hovering over the mountain and Avram was specifically instructed to bring Yitzchak along. It was at that moment that Yitzchak became distinguished and he and his future descendants would have a certain kedusha. It was this process of clarification and divine revelation that enabled Yitzchak to be compared to the refinement process of silver, which ultimately brings out its shining splendor. And finally, we have copper. We have nechoshes. During most of Yaakov's life, he was completely engulfed in anguish and distress. Challenges. His natural tzidkus was veiled by all of his tribulations that even Lavan, who Yaakov worked for for so many years, Lavan is not able to recognize at all that his brachos and success come from Yaakov. He exclaims, Nichashti, I've learned through divination, somehow I figured it out, that Hashem has blessed me. He thinks Hashem just gave him the success and he fails to see how it was always because of Yaakov. It was always because of this shiny material, this Yaakov personality. Yaakov, like copper, had to be polished many times before he was able to be appreciated and truly shine. And we see these connections once more from the Gemara in Brachos, which tells us famously that each of the Avos instituted a different tefillah. Avram instituted Shachris, the tefillah of the morning. We say it as our day is just beginning without any blemishes or any challenges and hardships of the day to come. Just a quiet, uninterrupted time where we have the ability to connect to our Creator in a meaningful way. There's a certain pristine to Shacharis that reminds us of the gold of Abraham. Moving along, Yitzchak institutes Mincha. This is in the middle of the day, when there's chaos and commotion. Right as we're in the middle of our work, we're meant to stop and to daven. We're to take the challenges of our day as we are experiencing them and channel them into our tefillos. To use mincha as a way to refine any hardships and persevere to serve Hashem. It is also often challenging to make time for mincha and it requires some mesiras nefesh. This is the tefillah of mincha, which reminds us of the silver of Yitzchak Avinu. And finally, Yaakov instituted mariv. The tefillah that we say at night, at the end of a long day, and as we are in the darkness of nighttime, a time of uncertainty. But that is precisely when we need the tefillah of Yaakov Avinu, who reminds us that just as copper seems dark and tarnished, and yet it just needs to be a little polished to shine, so to us, and whatever situation we are in, it may seem dark, and we may feel lost or distant from HaKadosh Baruch Hu, but all we need is the tefillah of Yaakov. We need to just be polished up a bit, and we can also shine, and once again feel close to our Creator. This is the tefillah of Mariv, which reminds us so much of the copper of the Nechoshes of Yaakov Avinu. We see a very strong connection between each of the Avos and each of these metals that are used in the Mishkan. Perhaps these connections are meant to remind us that each and every one of us have a unique place when it comes to our Avodas Hashem. We all have some chilek in the Mishkan, in, Hash- in bringing Hashem's presence into the world, whether it be one of the Kalim, or just one of the materials that are used. We all have the ability to connect to it and draw inspiration from it. And we are also meant to relate to the Mishkan in different areas of our own lives. Sometimes the gold is what speaks to us. When everything is going fine, everything's perfect. And we just want to thank Hashem for that. 
Or maybe we feel more like the silver of the Mishkan. Things are overall good, but we need a few things that we just have to work on and refine to shine through. And sometimes, maybe sadly, we feel like the copper of Yaakov Avinu. We're going through something tough, and it feels like we have nowhere else to turn. It is then that we must be reminded that we are copper, and we have a strong relationship with Hashem, who is constantly with us, even when it may feel like He isn't. And just as Hashem was constantly with Yaakov through all of his challenges and tribulations, He's also with us. And just as Yaakov was able to come through the other side shining like copper, we can too. Mir Hashem, we should be able to internalize the many lessons of the Mishkan in the weeks to come and channel these parshios towards growth in our relationship with Hashem and becoming the best versions of ourselves. Good Shabbos.